Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M A I N M E N U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hey everybody, you're listening to Main Menu for the 10th of May, 2019. I am your co-host, Jason Castanguay. Next up in Microsoft's Accessibility Learning Webinar Series, OneNote takes the spotlight. It's a way of taking and organizing your notes and has an approach that provides a freeform canvas which gives the user unlimited possibilities. Please note that any references to closed captioning are no longer applicable in this recording. Happy note-taking! Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Accessibility Learning Webinar Series. My name is Chitra, and I work for Microsoft Disability Answer Desk. Hi, and I'm Brian, and I work in our product marketing group. We are so excited to be your moderators today. Um, so you probably know this, but Microsoft's mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. This mission is, is important to me personally because I have cerebral palsy, and I think about for example, when I was a student, how um, when I was taking notes in class, it was difficult for me to take all the notes. But when I actually got a computer and was able to use that in class and started using OneNote, it became a lot easier. So I'm excited that today we're actually going to be talking about tips and tricks for OneNote, which, like I said, is a product that's important to me. And many of our customers have requested this type of learning series, so we're really excited to be here with you today, and this is part of a monthly series, so continue to look out for other opportunities to learn more about accessibility and our products. Thank you, Brian, for sharing some of your personal experiences with OneNote. So before we get started, I would like to give you the URL for the web captions. Uh, it is aka.ms forward slash webinar captions. Um, it's aka.ms forward slash webinar captions. Um, add an S at the end. Um, so the format of today's webinar is going to be an hour long. And the last 15 minutes, we will take question and answers, questions from the audiences. So please keep your questions coming through. And we'll dedicate the 15 minutes to answer all your questions. Um, Brian is going to provide you the details of the questions and tell you, give you the email addresses that you can email it to. Um, we will be recording the sessions, but the recording will be available at a later time. So we will send an email with the link to the recording once it's available. Um, so with that said, I'm super excited to have our speakers today, uh, Sasha, and she's the PM from OneNote, and uh, she will be demoing after Brian gives out some information. And like was just said, um, so when Sasha finishes, we're going to enter that Q&A period. And you can actually start emailing your questions now, but you can email your questions to accwebinars at microsoft.com. Again, that's accwebinars at microsoft.com. Or you can ask us on Twitter by adding the hashtag accessibilitywebinar. Again, that's hashtag accessibilitywebinar. Now let's give it over to Sasha. Thanks, Brian and Chitra. My name is Sasha, and I'm a PM on OneNote. In case you've never used OneNote before, it's a digital note-taking app free to download from the Windows Store or to use on Mac, iOS, our online web app, and Android platforms. Today's demos will take place primarily in the modern OneNote for Windows 10 app. 
If you've used the older Desktop 2016 version, some of what I go over today might seem familiar already. But I'm excited to tell you some of the latest and greatest things that we're doing on our modern OneNote for Windows 10 app. I'll have Narrator running for most of this demonstration so that everyone can follow along, but I'll be using almost exclusively native keyboard shortcuts, meaning that these shortcuts should work whether you're on Narrator, JAWS, NVDA, any other screen reader, or even no screen reader at all, just using keyboard. Um, my goal for this demo is to provide you with knowledge and skills to empower you to remember, think, and organize in the ways that work for you. I'm going to start by walking through creating a new notebook and adding some initial content. Then we'll talk about personalizing and re personalizing your reading and interacting experience to work best for you. And finally, we'll explore some more advanced features and techniques to help you accomplish deep work using the power of OneNote. First, let's dive into creating our first OneNote. So I've got on my screen the OneNote app, and I'm going to use the Control-G keyboard shortcut to open up my, uh, my notebooks list. Notebooks list, Sasha's work, protected notebook, one of one, selected. So I have one notebook already open, and if I tab, I'll get to a more notebooks button. More notebooks button. This would be to access other notebooks that I've already created but maybe have closed. But we're going to create a new one, so tab again. New notebook button. And space. New notebook window, notebook name, edit. Now I'm in a new notebook dialog and I'm editing the name. I'll just call it my first notebook. My first. Oh. Creating 0% progress ring. To create. Now what OneNote is doing in the background is creating this notebook and pre-populating it with uh, a single section and a single page. Uh, so we're, it's already done, it's created the first notebook, and uh, when I hit enter on this notebook, I get to my pages list. Uh, this, uh, or sorry, I get to my sections list. This section is uh, given a title, new section one. I'm gonna give it a more descriptive title using shift F10. Pop-up window, delete section, button, rename section, button. Sections tree, section name text box, edit. Meeting. Meeting notes, one of one level one. So I've, I've called my section meeting notes, and then I'll add one more section uh, using the tab key. New section, button. And space. Sections tree, section name text box, edit. New section one, new section one selected. And let's call this, uh, Expenses. Expenses, two of two, level one. Okay, so now I have uh, a very small section, section tree, uh, which I can navigate using just the arrow keys. Meeting notes, one of two, level one. Uh, and it tells me what my section is and how many sections there are. Then when I press enter on any of these sections, I'll get to the pages list. Pages list, untitled page, page, one of <laughs> one, selected. Now we have one single untitled page, page. One page, page and uh, when I press enter on that, I go directly into the canvas and I land on the title bar of that page. So now I can, I can name this page simply by typing into the title bar. Page, page title, page title, sync, editing, sync. So I type the word sync and then I want to add the date because uh, I'm gonna take meeting notes for today. Uh, but instead of actually typing the date, I'm going to use the keyboard shortcut uh, Alt-Shift-D. Page title, sync April 17th, And this automatically entered in the date into uh, wherever, my text, wherever my cursor was. Um, so this is a convenient shortcut for efficiency. Now I press Enter to get to my main canvas. Content block one of one, editing. 
and I can immediately start typing anything I want, taking notes, structuring my content, etc. So I'll type in a couple of things just to show you what that feels like. Agenda. Misspelt new. Oops. E -S -T. Introduce new. Team. So I've typed the word agenda and then the sentence introduce new team members. I want to make this, uh, these items under the agenda a bulleted list. So I'm going to do that with the keyboard shortcut control period. Enter list, small solid circle bullet, introduce new team members. Then when I press enter, I'll still be in that list. Small solid circle bullet. Go, over, previous. And then if I hit enter twice, that's how I'll get out of this list. Small solid circle bullet. So now I'm out of the list and again in my canvas, just typing. Um, so maybe I'll make some tasks. Tasks, log. And for my tasks, I want to put check marks next to them. And so I'm going to do that with the keyboard shortcut control one. To do, uncheck log hours. Tag so to do inserted. Using control one for the first time, added an unchecked to do box. Uh, then as I keep typing, I'll still be essentially in a list of to do items. So if I press enter. To do, unchecked. And then I can add another item. Expense, lunch. And then if I want to check off any of these boxes, I simply need to navigate to whichever line I want to check off and then again, press the control one shortcut. To do, to do check log hours, tag to do completed. Um, so the control one shortcut, if I press it again, it will actually remove the tag. So it'll cycle through those three states, no tag at all, uh, an empty to do box and a checked to do box. Uh, all of this can also be done in the home tab uh, of your ribbon. Okay, and one last formatting thing I want to do on this page, uh, the sort of titles of my sections, agenda and tasks, uh, I just type them as plain text. I want to make them headings. So I'm going to go over to those and I'm going to use the keyboard shortcut control alt one. Tasks. And that turns my, uh, that line into uh, an official heading. Heading level one tasks. So this is a heading level one. I'll do the same thing with agenda. Exit list, agenda. Agenda. All right, so now we've created a notebook, we've added some sections and pages, and now I wanna dive into personalizing your uh, reading and interacting with your notes. Uh, so to do that, I'm going to switch over to a notebook that already has a little bit more content filled in, um, just so that we have more text content to work with. So again, I'm going to use Control G to navigate to my notebooks list. Notebooks list, my first notebook. Protect Sasha's work, protected notebook, one of two, selected. And I've arrowed over to Sasha's work. We'll start there. I'll press enter to get into my sections list. Sections three, research notes, six of eight, level one. And explore around a little bit to check out this new notebook. Training, five of eight, level one. To-do lists, four of eight, level one. Brainstorming, three of eight, level one. Expenses, two of eight, level one. Meeting notes, one of eight, level one. So I can say I have eight sections and I can use the arrow keys to arrow around. Um, the order that these sections is in is actually really important to me uh, because uh, it'll help with efficiency. And currently they're just sort of in the order that I created them. So I wanna think carefully about how I wanna order these um, so that I can be working at my best pace. So what I'm thinking right now is that I really want my research notes to be at the very top of the list. So I'm gonna go grab those and pull them to the top of the list by arrowing down to them and using the keyboard shortcut Alt-Shift-Up-Arrow uh, to move it. I could also use Alt-Shift-Down-Arrow to move it down. Expenses, bring, to-do, training, research notes, six. 
Custom. Research notes. Five of eight. Level one. Custom. 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 Research notes. One of eight. Level one. Research notes. One of eight. Level one. So now I've moved my research notes up to the top of the list, um, just using the keyboard shortcut Alt Shift Up Arrow. Uh, you could also uh, use click and drag if you're a mouse user. <coughs> so now I'm going to press Enter on my uh, section to get into my pages. Pages list, one note, at a, one note at a glance, page, one of four. Select. And then I'm going to travel down my pages list uh, to find the page I want to read. One note for Windows 10, page, two of four, selected. Here we are, this is my page, so I'm going to press enter to go inside. Current page, one note, page surface, content block, one of one, editing. And I'm inside my canvas now. So, of course, we could use the... Um, standard text editing controls that you would find in any Office app uh, in the Home tab to change the color, font, resize the text in your document. Um, we also have some cool features uh, to help view, to help uh, ease the viewing of your document. So I'm going to go into the View tab to show you those using Alt and arrow keys. Ribbon tab, View tab item, 404, selected. View tab item, 404, selected. And I'm going to travel through the uh, ribbon pretty quickly to jump to our page color, but I'm going to go back and visit some of the items that I'm skipping now later. Window, new, zoom, zoom in, 100, page width, view group, page color, button, collapsed. So I'm on my page color button, and I'm going to choose a page color. Um, I find that the, the bright white default background canvas can sometimes make my eyes a little tired, uh, so I'm going to find a color that works better for me. Page color list, blue, 1 of 16, level 2. Teal, green, th red, four, blue mist, cyan, apple, red chalk, eight of six, purple mist, nine of 16, level two. Purple mist, that one's my favorite. Current page one note page surface, content block one of one, editing, purple mist color applied. And the next thing I'm going to do is uh, go over to the, the button next to that in the view tab and check out the rule lines. Ribbon tab, window, new, rule lines, pop-up window, narrow rule, button, off. So this feature adds lines or a grid or a grid pattern to the background of your canvas, uh, which can ease uh, tracking. Um, so when your when your eye is tracking across the screen, um, and can also help if you're doing things like inking. So I'll add Control. some rule lines. Button. Uh, current page one note page surface content block one of one editing. And it just makes my canvas a little bit easier to read. Uh, all of these changes uh, will affect the notes itself. So um, if you were to, for example, share this notebook with someone else, they would also see the changes that you're making. Now what I want to do, though, is dive into a particular feature that uh, really gives you a lot of power in personalizing your reading experience called the Immersive Reader. Ribbon tab, view tab item, 404, selected. Window, new window, Immersive Reader, button. Current page one, web dialog pane. Play button. So the first thing you'll notice when I open up the immersive reader is that uh, OneNote removed a bunch of the chrome around the edges. It removed the navigation pane and the ribbon and the title bar at the top to really provide a focused mode um, where we can uh, concentrate on the text content. This reduces distractions and visual crowding. Now I'm going to uh, just simply press space because my focus is already on the play button and hear the immersive reader read aloud to me. The best version of OneNote on Windows. OneNote for Windows 10 is regularly updated with the newest functionality, security, and accessibility improvements and offers our customizable new interface that's now consistent with OneNote for Mac, iOS, iPhone, and iPad, Android, phones, and tablets, and OneNote Online, the web version of OneNote for a truly universal user experience. Okay, so pausing there for a moment. Um, 
What happened when I, when I pressed space is uh, the immersive reader started to read to me and it highlighted the words as, I was, as they were being read. Um, and also I still have narrator running. So this didn't interfere with narrator. They didn't fight each other. Um, working together seamlessly to give you a reading experience whether narrator is on or off. Um, so now I want to personalize this experience even more. I'm going to start with my reading controls by just pressing tab. Voice settings. Voice speed. Use shift plus alt plus error. 1.1.21. Let's slow it down a bit. And I'll change voice the voice. Selection, female. Voice selection. Male. Radio button. Selected. Two of two. Web dialogue pane. Voice settings. Button. All right, and the next thing I'm going to do is change the, the way that the information is visually presented to me on the screen. So I'm going to start with my text preferences, which will make the content a little easier to see. Exit, but one note, text preferences, but text size. Use shift plus alt plus arrow keys to change the text size. 28, 36, 42. So I'm increasing the text size to make this a little easier to read. And then I also have an option to increase spacing. When increase I choose this. Off. Toggle switch, off. Increase spacing on, toggle switch on. It adds uh, space in between each line of my content. This can help improve understanding by, by enabling better focus and also make tracking easier. Um, I can also choose different fonts and theme colors. Font radio group, Calibri, ra themes radio group, sepia theme, radio button, selected, three of six. So I've started in sepia theme and we have six default colors that uh, are most popular. Green theme. Blue theme, yellow theme, radio button, selected, six of six. Color options, collect. And also a whole lot more. Web dialogue, Oops. Sasha's work, one note window, current page, one note page surface. Content Apologies, I accidentally one. escaped out of that. Let me reader. jump back in. Current page, one note page surface, web dialogue pane, play, button. Voice, exit, one note, text preference, text size, use, increase, font, ra themes, radio group. Okay, CPU so I'm in my themes radio and I'm actually going to choose uh, the dark theme selected. because that's my favorite. Uh, next, I'm going to go over the grammar options, which are for improving reading comprehension. Color options collapsed. Button. Read in window. Help top. Close menu. Text prep. Grammar options. Button. Syllables off. Toggle switch. Off. So we have a toggle switch for syllables. This will put a, a visual dot in between each syllable in the text, uh, which can help especially, uh, for example, with dyslexia um, and also for uh, language learners or anytime you're just trying to sound out a particular word that might be new. Syllables on, toggle switch, on. Syllables off, toggle switch, off. So I'm going to toggle that off because personally, uh, I have tracking issues, not dyslexia, and it's helpful for me to keep the syllables off and the uh, line modes on. Next, we're going to look at parts of speech. Parts of speech, color choices for nouns, button collapsed. So uh, we have a feature here that enables you to highlight uh, words of various parts of speech with different colors. So for nouns, I'm going to choose a different color. Web dialog pane, dark magenta, dark red, radio, dark, dark, light magenta, radio button, selected, six of 12. I like the light magenta. Parts of speech, color choices for nouns, button, expanded. Nouns on, toggle switch, on. And then I'll turn on uh, maybe adjectives as well. Parts of speech, verbs off. Toggle switch, parts of speech, color choices for adjectives, adjectives off, adjectives on, toggle switch, on. So I've toggled on nouns and adjectives. Um, and so as you might be able to see on the screen, uh, the nouns all turned purple and the adjectives all turned green. Uh, now for people who might be colorblind but still want to be able to see the parts of speech, we have an option to add labels. Part, adverb, show labels off, show labels on, toggle switch, on. 
So this adds um, a little label next to the words that have been highlighted with whatever parts of speech you chose. Um, I'm going to leave those off as I continue uh, this demo. Show labels off. Toggle switch off. All right, and finally, the last options that we're going to talk about are the grammar options, um, which will, or sorry, the reading preferences. <laughs> we just did the grammar options. Close menu, but text, gram, reading preferences, button. Line focus off, toggle switch off. Okay, so we have an option for line focus. So you can see on the screen I've got uh, maybe six lines showing. Um, if I turn on line focus. Line focus on, toggle switch on. Uh, it really focuses down to just one single line, so one line or you can also reading. choose Show three lines of text when reading. Radio three lines at a time. Not selected. Two of three. And then finally, we have um, a couple of other features. We have a picture dictionary, which I'm going to come back to later, and we have translate um, for uh, translating text into different languages. So now let's go back to our uh, content and see how everything has changed. Web dialog pane, reading preference, reading pane, scroll down, button, play, button. The best version of OneNote on Windows. OneNote for Windows 10 is regularly updated with the newest functionality, security, and accessibility. All right, so I'll pause there. Um, so you can see how uh, changing all these reading preferences has made it so that uh, whatever uh, you need in order to really be able to read and interact with your content, um, you're going to be able to get that uh, with all of the amazing settings that we have here. Um, the one other thing that I wanted to make sure to uh, show you was the uh, picture dictionary. So I'm going to jump into the content. Scroll down, scroll up, reading pane, press enter to enable tabbing between the words in the text, press space bar to start reading the text, group. And by the way, I haven't been using any fancy keyboard shortcuts this whole time. I've just been using uh, tab, arrow keys, and the space bar to select things. So I'm going to press enter to go into the content. Oops. Listen, button. Experience. And so when you land on a word and then press enter on that word, uh, the picture dictionary will add um, a, a picture next to that word uh, if, it's, if it's a word like a noun that has a picture easily associated with it, and also the ability to listen to that word aloud. Now with narrator on, of course, as you tab through the words, you're listening to them out loud. But even with narrator on, this picture, picture dictionary will work to read uh, individual words out loud uh, whenever you need them. Press escape to exit word tabbing mode. We're in to have noun million of adjective passionate, noun one no noun users around the noun globe group. So I'll show you one more globe. Listen button. And then we have a picture of globe. Um, okay. So uh, one thing that's really powerful about tabbing mode. Oops. space bar to toggle text to speak. Sorry. One thing that's really powerful about uh, this immersive reader experience is that it's a it's a personal setting. So everyone can choose their own preferences for things like size, color, reading speeds, etc. And even if the notebook is shared and multiple people are reading it all at once, uh, everyone can be doing this, reading this with their own preferences at the same time. And it'll be unchanged from anyone else's perspective. So let's see that by going back to our content. Reading pane, press enter to enable tabbing between the words. Scroll, scroll, play, voice, set, exit, button. Sasha's work, OneNote window, current page, OneNote page surface, content block one of one, editing. Okay, and now we're back in our traditional canvas. Uh, so that wraps up personalizing your OneNote. Uh, and for the last part of this demo, I want to move into doing deep work uh, with some of our more advanced features. 
Uh, so with the keyboard shortcut Control Shift G, I'm going to go back to my sections page. Sections tree, research notes, one of eight, meeting notes, two of eight, level one. And I'm going to go into my meeting notes. Uh, Pages list, sync April, sync April 9th, 2019, page one of 10, selected. Okay, um, so as I read through my page, um, I'm going to press enter and enter again. Current page one note page surface, page title, sync April 9th, 2019, editing. So I'm on the title. Content block one of one. Editing. And into the content block. Now I'm going to briefly break my rule about using only native keyboard shortcuts to show you one cool narrator feature. I'm gonna use caps lock spacebar to turn on scan mode. Scan. And then in scan mode, I'm going to press H to travel between headings. Notes, heading level one. Tasks, heading level one. Everyone, heading level two. And shift space to travel backwards. Or sorry, shift H to travel backwards. Tasks, heading level one. Notes, heading level one. Agenda, heading level one. So JAWS and NVDA have similar features. And uh, we're building our underlying structure in the for screen readers in a screen reader agnostic way, uh, such that any screen reader could be able to take advantage of these capabilities. OK, scan mode off, back to only using native commands again. Scan off. All right. Um, so now as we're uh, looking at adding in some more advanced content, uh, one thing I want to bring to your attention is the ability to attach accounts to your OneNote. So uh, when you sign in, you'll usually get prompted to sign in with, with a single account. Um, but if you have multiple accounts, for example, one for school, one for work, or one for home, um, you can add them all into your OneNote so that you can switch between notebooks that are associated with those various accounts. So we're going to do that by pressing Alt and then Shift-Tab um, to move backwards away from the, tab, the ribbon tabs. Ribbon tab, view tab item, 404, Sasha's brooch, button. So what I've landed on is my name. And when I press spacebar on that name, I'll get to my accounts or add accounts button. Account window, account window, account you've added to this app list, sasbrocketmicrosoft.com work or school account And here's expanded. the account. One if I wanted to add account, another one, account, I would choose one one. the add account button. Uh, I'm not going to actually add an Close. account right now. Sasha's work, one note window, one note window, Sasha. Just wanted to let you know that that was there. Uh, so the next thing I want to do is show you some commands in our quick access toolbar. Um, so for that, starting with Alt in the ribbon tabs, a single tab um, to get you into the quick access commands. Ribbon, quick access commands toolbar, tell me button. So our first quick access command is the tell me button. Uh, this is a really powerful button if you want to try a feature in OneNote, but you're not exactly sure where it is. So instead of just navigating around through the ribbon, seeing if you can find it, um, you can go to tell me and you can search for various commands that you might want to do in OneNote. Pop-up window, tell me what you want to do, edit, menu, se seven results found, se table, seven results found. So for example, I typed in the word table and uh, tell me found some results and I'm gonna choose insert table. Pop-up window, insert table, one of five level two, Insert table grid, one by one table, button. And directly from the tell me, I can immediately insert the table. So I'm in an insert table dialog, and using arrow keys, I can choose my table size. One by two, two by two table, three by two table, three by three table, three by four table, button. I'll make a three by four table. Current page one note page surface, content block one of one, editing, table inserted. And then I could type in my table. Hi, there. 
uh, something. <laughs> and uh, so you can see directly from tell me without needing to know where it was in the ribbon, I was able to insert a table. Um, let's keep talking about tables for a bit because uh, they're a pretty cool feature. So um, this particular table, I just made a, a random three by four table, uh, but I wanted to let you hear the insert and exit commands um, or uh, announcements for tables. So. Enter list, small solid circle bullet, introduce new team members. Okay, so I'm outside of my table and, and in, in a list, and then if I go back and enter my table. Row one of four, heading level one high there. Um, so it tells me that I'm in row one of four, and uh, this happens to be a heading level one um, because that was the uh, format of the text uh, where, I answered, where I inserted the table um, and the content of the cell. So there are other ways to add tables as well. I'm going to uh, just jump down to the bottom of my Table. page. Blank. Um, so where I've got some blank space and insert a different table uh, simply using the, the tab key. So I'll type in the first thing that I might want in my table. Item. And then press tab. End of line. Table and it, inserted. Table inserted. And it automatically inserted a table for me and put my cursor in the second row, or sorry, second column of that table. So then I can add something else. Tab again, um, and then when I'm finished with my row and, and I want to add a new row, I press Enter key. Cost. Row added. And then some more items. Okay. Three. So row now, uh, if I want to um, take a look at my table and, and traverse around. I'll just do that with the arrow keys just to show you what that sounds like. Row, row one of table exit blank. Table has three rows, three columns. Row one of three, column one of three, item. Row two of three, apples. Okay. Um, so that is our uh, table command. Um, the next thing I want to do is go back into that quick access menu and show you a couple of other options in there. So alt tab. Ribbon tab, view tab, quick access commands, toolbar, tell me, button. Uh, oh, and one thing about tell me, the keyboard shortcut for that is Alt-Q, in case you were curious. So then I'm going to arrow over to the, the next command in my quick access. Notifications, button, off. Just notifications. This will tell me about things that have happened recently in my, in my OneNote documents. Um, and this is especially useful when I have shared documents. Uh, and the next button. Share, button. Is share. Uh, so... This is where you would go if you wanted to share your notebook with other people. Current page one note page surface. Content block one of one. Editing. Share pane. Almost done. Share dialog. Alerts. Sorry. Current page one note page surface. Content block Sorry. one of one. I just Editing. remembered I'm not currently connected to the internet, so I'm not going to be able to actually share this document right now. Uh, but that is where you would find uh, the share dialog if you wanted to share it with other people. Uh, okay. So the next thing I want to show you is table exit uh, meeting notes. So uh, what, what I've been doing so far, sort of typing in sync and then the, the date uh, and adding in some you know, agenda and notes and tasks, um, this is a really useful feature when you have, for example, a regular meeting and um, you want to continue to take notes. Uh, one other way that you can take meeting notes uh, is if you have your accounts all connected, um, then you can insert your meeting notes uh, via the ribbon in the insert tab. Ribbon tab. Draw tab, insert tab item, two of four, selected. Insert tab item, two of four, selected. So I'm going to skip a few things, jump all the way over to meeting details. Undo, in, print, pick, online, link, audio, meeting details, button. 
Current meeting detail. Add meeting details main. Oops. Web dialog pane. Close. Button. I didn't sign in. Sign into your Microsoft. Enter the password for Sasha's Procket. Pain. Pain. Sasha's work. One note window. Current right. page, one note page surface. Just to okay. give you a, a pure experience, I'm going to show you that one more time. So starting in Alt, Insert. Meeting details. And meeting details. Current, add meeting details main. Select now we're inside the meeting details pane. Today, accessibility webinar. Tips and tricks in OneNote, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Button. And I'll get to my current uh, meeting, which is the accessibility webinar, tips and tricks. Current page, OneNote page surface. Content and I can insert that Edit. directly into my page. And what it does is it adds information about the meeting date, location, um, the message that went along with the invitation, the participants, and then leaves a spot for notes. Uh, one other way to do this that is, uh, that is um, also a, a really nice way to do it if you um, don't want to insert it into the page that you're directly on is to simply create a new page and don't even give it a title. Just create a new page using Control N. Current page one note page surface, page title, editing. And then same experience, Alt, meeting, meeting details. details Current page, add meeting details main. Select today's accessibility webinar. Tips and tricks in OneNote, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Button. Choose the meeting that you want. Content block one of one, editing. And then when you enter it in, it will create, a, uh, it, will, um, it will put the title of the meeting in the title of your page, which will then name your page with the title of that meeting. And then again, it will give you the meeting date, location, uh, invitation message, and participants, as well as a section to add your notes. All right. So um, we've covered a handful of uh, more advanced features, uh, but accessibility isn't just about uh, everything working with a screen reader and a keyboard. Uh, it's so much more than that. Every individual remembers, thinks, organizes, and creates in their own unique ways. So OneNote supports a variety of views, settings, and interaction modes. For people who think and process auditorially, uh, we have the Dictate tool in the Home tab and the ability to embed videos or audio files from the OneNote canvas in your Insert tab, uh, which you can see up on the screen right now. Um, for, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, and for those who want a distraction-free, focused reading space, we have the Immersive Reader, uh, which I showed you earlier today. Now I want to show you some of our advanced inking tools, uh, which are for those who think visually or find the kinesthetic act of holding a pen in your hand to be uh, really helpful in your creative process. So I'm going to start by jumping back over to my research section. Sections three, research notes, one of eight, level one. New section, button. Oops. Section three. Pages list, one French ruled paper, page three of four, selected. <clears throat> um, and so uh, one of the things that I've done here is I inserted uh, an image into my page and then using the right click menu, I already uh, made that page, the, or sorry, made that image the background of the page. Uh, this is another way to uh, provide um, a particular background that you want uh, if, you, if you aren't satisfied with the rule lines and grid lines uh, that are uh, options already given to you. Um, so here we have a French ruled paper, um, and then I also have bold horizontal lines. Page some bold horizontal lines. Um, these can be uh, really useful for uh, lower vision scenarios um, or just when you really want to uh, highlight the, um, the 
tracking and maybe practice handwriting, for example. Uh, so I'm going to pull out my stylus and write on my canvas using the draw tab. One note page. All right, so I hand wrote the word hi there, and then if I select that using my pen, uh, and I'm in my draw tab, I can choose the option ink to text. Current page one note page surface, content block two of two, editing. And when I do that, uh, the ink detects my handwriting and turns that into typed words that are then readable by a screen reader. Content block one of one, hi there. <clears throat> hi there. Um, so some other things that I can do with uh, the inking are, for example, I can choose uh, ink to shape. And then when I draw shapes, they auto-detect what shape I'm trying to do and um, create that shape for me. Uh, so uh, this is really useful um, to help uh, enable users to be able to ink um, despite uh, maybe not having like perfectly uh, stable handwriting. You could still draw perfect squares and perfect triangles. Um, okay, and then uh, one last thing that I want to show you with inking um, is the uh, math tools. Exiting narrator. <clears throat> so I'm gonna create a new page just to clear my canvas and um, draw in this page an equation. Then when I select that equation, oops, <clears throat> and I'm going to choose the math button also in the draw tab. Uh, when I choose that, uh, it automatically detects what the equation that I that I wrote was, um, <clears throat> and uh, gives me the option to fix it if it if it detected it slightly incorrectly. So let's see if I can. Fix this. Oops. Excellent. That is the equation I was looking for, 5x squared plus 3 equals 23. Now I can choose the ink to math button, which will again turn it into text that then a screen reader would be able to read. And I can also select an action, such as solving for x or graphing. So I'll choose solve for x. And we can see OneNote has figured out that x is either 2 or minus 2. Uh, then we have an option to show steps, and when I choose this, we can show steps, uh, short steps by finding the square root or longer form steps using the same process uh, or using the quadratic formula. And when I choose any of these options, it provides me with a step-by-step -step instructions, including a button to launch the immersive reader if I wanted to read these steps out loud. Now, if I navigate to this section, um, either using my keyboard or uh, stylus, mouse, uh, and then uh, press spacebar on it uh, or click and drag, I can bring these steps into the OneNote canvas. 
So I did that just using keyboard and spacebar. Uh, and now, once we're in the canvas, um, these steps become fully interactive text. <coughs> Sasha's work. One note window. One Oops. note window. So let me Current just page, jump in here and show Content you real quick. One of one. Editing. Short steps by finding square root. Blank. Enter list. Small solid circle bullets subtract three from both sides of the equation. 5x squared equals 20. Uh, so you can see that this is now my text. I could Equ even edit it if I wanted. Period. Equation. Space. Awesome. <coughs> Uh, and this is really helpful uh, both for students who are just learning math and um, want to be able to understand step by step, uh, and also to, uh, for, for teachers, for example, who want to uh, quickly create uh, math problems um, or homework assignments, um, because you can create a step by step process and then change some of the rules and invite students to figure out what got changed and see if they could fix the steps to make the problem correct. All right, um, so that wraps it up for my demo. As a quick review, we learned to create a OneNote notebook and apply styles such as bulleted lists, uh, to-do tags, and headings. Um, personalize your notebook using the options in the View tab as well as the Immersive Reader. And find more advanced features in Tell Me, such as tables, meeting notes, dictate, sharing, inking, and math features. Before I hand it back to Brian and Chitra, I'd like to encourage you all to give OneNote a try and give us feedback. Report problems and share your ideas and stories at aka.ms slash accessibility feedback. We're working hard to make OneNote better every day, and we really want to hear from you. So again, that's aka.ms slash accessibility feedback. And if you want to review those shortcuts that I used in the presentation, as well as many more, um, you can find those at aka.ms slash OneNote shortcuts. Back to you, Brian and Chitra. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you. We definitely learned some of the cool features using OneNote. It's a great demo. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, if you need Sasha, we, we are left with another few more minutes. So if you need um, Sasha to show any quick features or demo, feel free to uh, email us at accwebinars at microsoft.com, or if you have any specific questions, we saw a few questions coming through and we'll go over it. Um, so either email us or send a Twitter message at msftenable, but use the hashtag accessibilitywebinar. We'll keep checking all the questions. So I think it's time for us to get to some of the questions now. So Brian, do you wanna go first? Yeah, so thank you everyone for continuing to ask questions. We'll get to some that are our most common questions. So one is, do we have to stop using the desktop 2016 version of OneNote? That's an excellent question. You do not have to stop using the 2016 version of OneNote, but we will not be releasing any new features to that version. So if you want to be able to see all of the latest and greatest changes that we're making and have the full support of the OneNote team behind you, uh, then I would encourage you all to try our modern apps, which would be the modern OneNote for Windows 10 app uh, and also our iOS, uh, iPad, iPhone, Mac, uh, Android and online web app. Okay. There's another question and email. Um, if I'm using the 2016 desktop version, can I access my notebooks on OneNote for Windows 10? You absolutely can. Um, all of your notebooks should be accessible on OneNote for Windows 10. Um, 
on our new modern clients, we are completely cloud-based. And so if you do have local notebooks stored on your hard drive uh, that could only be accessed on a single computer, um, you would need to upload those to the cloud in order to access them on our modern clients. Um, but it's well worth it because at that point, you get to access all of your notebooks from any location, uh, even on a new computer, just by going online and using our online web app, for example. So Sasha, you've mentioned some keyboard shortcuts. Where can we actually find those keyboard shortcuts for OneNote? Yes, absolutely. That's an easy one. Um, our keyboard shortcuts are located at aka.ms slash OneNote shortcuts. OK, cool. All right, there's one more here, a few more. Um, it looks like my images or PDFs don't have the copy text from image option. Does it exist on the new OneNote? Oh, that's an excellent question. So uh, there is a feature that uh, is in the uh, right-click menu of um, images that have text in them, or also uh, PDFs that have text in them. And it uses a process called OCR, or optical character recognition, uh, to detect text inside your picture or PDF, and then uh, give you the option to copy that text so that you could then, uh, similar to the math tools, you could paste it into your uh, notebook and work with it, edit it, change it, make it yours. Uh, this feature does exist in OneNote for Windows 10. Um, and in fact, uh, we now do that detection automatically uh, whenever you're inserting a, a picture or a PDF with text in it in, the, uh, in a cloud notebook. And so uh, if you don't see this uh, in, the, in your uh, alt text or in your right-click menu immediately uh, upon entering an image, that's because it takes a little bit of time for it to actually go through that optical character recognition service. Um, so after pasting it in, wait a little while and try again, uh, and that option should show up. Okay, thank you. So the next question is, will my class notebooks open on OneNote for Windows 10? Oh, that's an excellent question. We actually did not talk about class notebooks today. Uh, a, class, a class notebook is a really powerful feature um, that is uh, a pre-structured notebook that's uh, mostly targeted at teachers and students, um, but can also be used uh, for workplace scenarios as well, uh, that provides a pre-structured notebook with a section for collaborating so students can work together, uh, a section for posting content where students couldn't edit. Uh, so for example, a teacher could post homework assignments or quizzes, uh, and then individual sections permissioned for each student so that students could turn in homework or quizzes, but they couldn't see each other's sections. Um, your class notebooks are already cloud-based, which means that they will absolutely open in the modern OneNote for Windows 10 app. Good. Okay, I have another question. Um, are all these features supported on iOS? Excellent question. Uh, the most modern version uh, for all of our endpoints um, is the one that is using your subscription and updating monthly. Uh, our our platforms are not completely aligned, uh, but we're working hard to get all of the features uh, that you know and love on all of the platforms. Awesome. So our next question is for all the multitaskers out there, and it's, can I have two notebooks open at once? Ah, OK. So there's two parts to this question, I think. Um, one question is about actually having your notebooks open. Um, and so uh, as if you might remember from my presentation, um, when I created a new notebook, I then had two notebooks open. So if you press Control-G to get to your notebooks list, 
Notebooks list, Sasha's work, protected uh, notebook, one of two, selected. You can see I actually have two notebooks open right now, Sasha's work and my first notebook, uh, which I can toggle between using my arrow keys, and I could open a third notebook by, by choosing the more notebooks button or by creating another one. Um, but, I could, but in this view, I would only see one notebook at a time. And so if you're looking for a way to see multiple notebooks, for example, in separate windows side by side, we have a keyboard shortcut for that, which is Control-M. <coughs> one note window, one note page. And so page when you press Control M, um, <coughs> you launch a new window uh, with whatever notebook you had open in that window. And then you can pull them side by side, for example, using the Windows arrow key shortcuts. Snap assist window. Sasha's work, Sasha's work research notes, one note window. So Current then you can be pulling these, service. you can pull these notebooks side by side, and then when, uh, and then you can change the page of whichever one you're on. So for example, uh, I'm on this one. Navigation pane, my first notebook, sections tree, meet, pages list, sync ape, Sasha's work research notes. So one now note I can window. be working Current in two different notebooks at the same time, alt tabbing between them, uh, and I can actually do this again and again, opening uh, many one note windows if I wanted to. Uh, and the, the way that you would do this uh, without the keyboard shortcut would be in the View tab, uh, the, the uh, new window button. Okay, cool. Um, the next question is, Sasha, what's the difference between OneNote, Microsoft Word, and Notepad app for Windows? What is the difference between OneNote, Microsoft Word, and the Notepad app? Um, so those are three different apps that are all geared toward writing. Notepad will be the simplest, uh, lightweight, uh, not as many different features uh, such as sharing. Um, Word will be all about creating documents. So thinking about like your your effic efficiently doing your printing scenarios and. Um, working on like formatting documents in a really structured sort of way. OneNote is a freeform canvas, so you can actually infinitely scroll uh, in two different directions, and you can freely move around objects um, and put text content uh, next to images and ink on top of that uh, in, a, in a really uh, less structured way. Um, you can, of course, add structure to your OneNote notebook, but that freedom of the two-dimensional canvas is really powerful. Um, and then, of course, uh, OneNote has a bunch of those advanced features that I talked about earlier today. Great. So our next question actually comes to us from Twitter. And again, you can ask questions to us on Twitter using the hashtag AccessibilityWebinar. So just tweet us and add um, the hashtag, hashtag AccessibilityWebinar to your tweet. And this question is, is it possible to replace the OneNote 2016 um, app with the Windows app instead? It seems much more friendly than the 2016 version. Well, I'm glad to hear that 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 the OneNote Windows 10 app uh, is more friendly. Uh, you can install it and run them both side by side. Um, you could also uninstall your uh, desktop 2016, the older one, um, to save space. Um, and so yes, you can absolutely replace it. And if you have links opening by default on the older version of OneNote, you can go into your Windows settings to change your default link so that your notebooks will always open in the modern version. Thank, Thank you for that you question. Sasha. Um, we have uh, 10 minutes left, so we'll try to go over the remaining questions as much as we can. And if we didn't get through 
Please continue to feed all your questions in Twitter and we'll try our best to respond to you. Um, the next question that I have for you is, uh, can you show searching recorded audio for specific words or phrases? Searching recorded audio for specific words or phrases. Um, I'm not sure. I will definitely show um, searching in OneNote. Um, but I have not actually tried searching within an audio recording. I don't actually have an audio recording on my machine right now. Um, so I, this is a perfect opportunity to um, mention again uh, aka.ms slash accessibility feedback. Um, so if, if you are having questions or uh, or having problems with a, any particular feature, you could go log it there. Uh, and you can also try our disability answer desk if you're having a problem with a particular feature. Um, but I would love to show search right now. Um, and so the way to do that would be to um, jump into the navigation pane. Uh, notebooks list, Sasha's work, protected notebook, one of two, selected. And then I'm going to tab to the search button. More new Sasha's notebooks list. Recent Sasha's sections tree pages list. Current page one note page surface Oops. ribbon tab search button. I found it. Um, so using the F6 button, uh, I was able to uh, navigate through to the search button. Um, and then let's see if I can find uh... search edit suggestions available. S suggest search edit one note four results found. So I'll search for the word OneNote, uh, and I found four results. Um, and you can see this uh, opened up a pane that uh, gave me an option to whether I wanted to be searching in all the notebooks that I have open or in my particular notebook. Closer. Search filter. All notebooks. Combo box. So I'm collapse. currently searching through all notebooks. Search results tab. Page. Results list. Accessibility webinar. Tips and tricks in OneNote. Page. One of four. Selected. And then as I arrow down through my pages, um, the canvas will update with the page that I'm looking at to find the word that I've searched for. Accessibility, OneNote for Windows 10, page three of four. Uh, and it will also highlight the instances of the word that I was searching for. Um, so visually on the screen, uh, the page that I have open right now uses the word OneNote many times um, and, and highlighted all of them. So I hope that answers your question. Um, and if not, I, I would love to take a deeper look into what you were talking about um, on our feedback forums. Cool. We'll take one more. Yep, so this will be our last question. And it's, um, are the personalized settings in Immersive Reader persistent? And I think what that means is really asking about if I go in and customize my experience in Immersive Reader, and is that, are those settings going to be saved for me every time I open up Immersive Reader? Yes, so I believe your settings are not saved in your notebook, but they're saved up on as part of your user account. And so if other people access the same notebook, they won't see your particular immersive reader settings. But if you were to access your notebooks from a different machine, for example, then your, your settings would persist across those machines. Thanks so much, Sasha. I know that I've learned a ton today, and I'm excited to use some of these tips and tricks out at work. Um, and to continue to learn more, our audience can always check out aka.ms slash office accessibility, or you can also become an office insider by visiting insider.office.com. To share feedback on the accessibility features or webinar topics, again, you can always tweet us at msftenable, so that's at msftenable, or you can visit aka.ms slash 
accessibility feedback. Thank you, Brian. And uh, I want to take a few minutes to thank everyone. We've been getting overwhelming responses uh, for this webinar, and it's very encouraging for us. We will continue to deliver these webinars. Um, so the next, if you want to look at the webinar schedule, go to aka.ms forward slash accessibility webinars, um, and you will learn more about the upcoming sessions there. After this, we will also send you a link to a brief survey in an email. Uh, please take a few minutes to fill that out and provide your feedback about us um, to help us improve. Um, our next webinar is scheduled on May 22nd, and the topic is about live captions and subtitle features in PowerPoint. So I'm really excited to see you all there. Thank you so much. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can tune in by going to acbradio.org mainstream, use ACB link for Android and iOS, grab it as a podcast, or call 712-775-4808. If you have comments, suggestions, or a submission of your own you'd like us to consider airing, feel free to email us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at mainmenu. Please note that airing of any content is subject to approval by the main menu team. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.